A time of year where goodwill and understanding are expected. Mutual agreement, laughter and joy. Two wins in, and despite Ole's return, some have questions. Hello and welcome to another On and Off The Pitch podcast. Joining me, as usual, regular YouTuber, Red Devil Weekly. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much for having me on once again, Rodney. Once again. And for the first time, we have Jack. Uh, soon to be embarking on his journey into the YouTube world, but he's also um, provided some videos for, who is it again? What, what's that channel again? I forgot. Them. Oh, Full Time Devils. Yes, yes. How are you, Jack? I'm very good, Rodney. Thanks for having me on, pal. Yeah, so everyone's everyone's rested. Everyone's been well fed after Christmas. Yes? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, slightly heavier. I know how it goes. No more. No more six pack for me. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm one, one, start with. one or two mince pies heavier than I I began the yeah, year with. Three or four, maybe. But <laughs> three, three or four. All right, we're gonna we're gonna definitely hit the ground running, and hopefully with a smile. Right today, we are talking about Manchester United. It is a United fans discussed. There are a couple of questions that I've already spoken to you about, so I'll let those who are listening. I want to know what your thoughts and feelings are on the two games that Ole has been in charge and uh, what do you think about them generally. I also want to, later on in the podcast, talk about what you think or what your thoughts are on Player FC uh, and if that's going to be uh, definitely good for the club. I have uh, um, my own thoughts on that, definitely. And there are two other questions which we'll probably look at in terms of any other business. Uh, what are your hopes for United's future this year and the next? And the the big question, which is probably going to be very difficult, three things, Ole, United the team and United the club should implement for 2019. Uh, all meaty topics. Don't sweat. You just sit back, grab your tea, hold on to that mince pie, or for some of us, Jaffa cakes. And let's get straight into it. Right. Um, Jack, since you first time, I'm going to go with you. Mm -hmm. Thoughts and feelings for Ole's first two games? We're back. We're going to win the treble. Um, <laughs> well, I think it's, it's a good start. It's definitely a good start. It's something that can be built upon. I think, I think it's no coincidence, the timing of Jose being gone and, and Ole being appointed. If you look at like... Fixtures we have, you have, you have obviously had Cardiff, Huddersfield, Newcastle. Uh, you got Reading in the FA Cup before his first real test, Spurs. So he's got time to play some of the lesser teams. Um, obviously try and build up that uh, momentum that he's got going with the team, and then try and build it on for his first big challenge, which will be the Spurs game. Um, like huge game. Obviously, Spurs are up there in the league, and Ollie's going to show what he has about himself tactically, not just um, he can let the players roam free because it's going to have to be a little bit more tactical than that against a great team and a great manager in Spurs and Pochettino. But it's definitely a good start. Uh, and there's a lot of positives to take from it. Okay. And if there was one thing that, that stood out for you as a positive, if you could name one thing, what would that be? I think it would be the mood. The mood of the whole club, the fans, the players. You saw at the Cardiff game, every single goal was celebrated like we just won the Champions League. Everyone was buzzing. Uh, you could see uh, when Paul Pogba scored his second goal against Huddersfield, you could hear him saying to Juan Mata, Paul Pogba, Paul Pogba, this is me. 
like this is I'm back. Like everyone, everyone in the club seems happy. They I seem laugh at that. Free. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a funny thing for him to come out and like literally say to other players, "This is me. This is Paul Pogba. Like I'm I'm free." Kind of thing, which kind of shows a lot of what uh, Jose was about as a manager. Okay, I mean, you know, we 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 before we began, we, Jack was a little bit surprised to know that I was a Jose in. Um, supporter, and 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 I'll, I'll clear this up now. Um, I, I liked Jose before he became Manchester United manager. I liked him when he was at, at Chelsea. I liked him when he was at Real Madrid. Some will say why, and I'll say the very simple reason that he was successful. Um, uh, but I'm very capable and clear in my mind that I may like the man, but I love Manchester United. So you know he is gone. Um, he's moved on. Manchester United are moving in a different direction. I still love Manchester United and you know I'm sure that he will do well wherever he goes it just didn't work out for him at Manchester United you know mm. you can put those knives away Jack okay calm down okay <laughs> uh, Red I'll Devil explain. Red Devil um, thoughts and feelings on the first two games um, well I think you know Jack you know Hit the nail on the head. I think it was, there's so much positivity around. Um, I think you know against Cardiff and Huddersfield. You know, let's. I, I don't want to you know put a stop to the the positivity train, but it was it was these two sides we have played aren't exactly the best sides in the league. Bottom of the um, league. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And yes, I mean, I'm not going to take away from the fact we have played you know well. Uh, you know, we 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 buried we put them away like we should do, like a. You know, a, a team challenging for the Premier League in top four should do with these teams, uh, and, and there are some really good positives from the performances. Um, I thought the players um, that showed a lot more urgency in these games, and uh, especially in the Cardiff game. Um, and there's there are, there are a lot of positives to take, some, take from the performances, and uh, you know there are differences from Mourinho's time. Um, some things which are still still similar, but of course I reckon they'll get better with time, and I think. Um, you know, Solskjaer being there, Mike Phelan as well. You know, I love seeing Mike Phelan, obviously, uh, you know, such a such a great figure alongside Sir Alex Ferguson when he was still there. And it's great to see uh, Phelan back as well. Um, and it, yeah, just uh, I think, you know, it was the po- there's so many po- uh, much positive vibes around the club uh, at this moment in time. Uh, everyone's kind of enjoying every game. Everyone's looking forward to the next game and not kind of, you know, fearing or kind of, uh, you know, not... not Almost not being happy to watch United, which some people were under Jose Mourinho. Um, but I think actually now everyone's kind of behind the team. Everyone's together, and I think that is something which we we have we didn't really see under Jose Mourinho. Even when he first came in, I think there was still some fans, admittedly a small proportion at that stage, but there were still some fans who were divided against the manager. Now we've got someone in with like Solskjaer. I think. Um, a lot, most of the fans are, are united once again and are united behind a club legend. And I think, yeah, just really, really positive vibes. And I, I did enjoy watching the highlights of those two games. Yeah, do you know something? And both of you talked about the positivity and it's clear. I mean, I was definitely happy, even though some may say, oh, you weren't really. I was happy to see um, United win. I was happy to see United um, score more, more than one goal and, and look comfortable. Uh, especially in the Cardiff game, didn't look so comfortable in the, the Huddersfield game, but it was a win nonetheless. And, and, and a win is a win and you celebrate those 
and you and you then move on. But even in doing that, I, I think there was a key. There was one key word that you mentioned, and you said, you know, that that people are more together, and it kind of made me think about the next question when we talk and and, I, and it's player FC. Are people more together? You know, because I think there is uh, there is a level of positivity. And I think what, what, what is clear on social media, those who shout the loudest are heard the most. And, and there are some that do not necessarily say anything at all. They support the team, but they keep their thoughts, they keep their feelings, they keep their counsel to themselves or to a very small circle. And they will have seen and, and has been commented on, on Twitter and in, in conversations that I have had outside of that social media bubble. Uh, it's clear to see that the, the players down tools. Jack mentioned, you know, Pogba saying, this is me, this is me. You know, I as a fan, I, I as a season ticket holder, asked the question, where were you before? If this is what you're, you're going to turn around after scoring a goal and say, this is me. Where were you in the Brighton game when we needed to win? Where were you against Bristol City in the cup game where we needed to win? Where were you in the Juve game when we needed to win? Where were you in the Sevilla game? Where were you in the Huddersfield game last season? The Newcastle game? You know, these teams are not better than, they're not better than Spurs. They're not better than Liverpool. They're not better than Man City, but he never turned up. True. You know, so I, 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 I love the fact that the team have won. I love the fact that Manchester United are moving up the league and the, the, the goal deficit is more now in the plus and there is a feel-good factor and the team are moving much more quickly. There is This is the first, I'm thinking the, the, Cardiff, the Cardiff game was the first time they actually outrun any of the opposition in the, in the league, which is an embarrassing thing to actually read. Uh, but there's still questions. And this is why I, I posed the initial question as, what are your thoughts and feelings? It is very easy to get caught up in the the euphoria of 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 of, of good feelings, the the, the positivity, the, the the kind of togetherness. But you still ask, you still walk away from that and think, what would have been the league position for Man United if that had been there in October or September? Even if they didn't like the manager, even if they hated the manager's guts. The fans that turn up week in, week out, that always support the team, what if they actually played like that for the fans? Where would they be now? So there is there, there are for me questions that I always think, and as I've, I've mentioned to you, Jack and Redouble, is that you know I'm not one to generally just follow the trend that you need to be happy and say nothing. I will always think this is great, but you know, what could have been? How could this team... Uh, have improved on what they already have. Uh, so I asked the question. So I feel I feel great, but there's there's a nagging voice in my head about the team, not about Jose. Jose that, that that is history. You know there is no longing for him to return. He's gone. Like any other manager that was was there before him. Once you leave and say goodbye, I say thank you, and we move on to the next manager. Ole's in now. Um, and it just makes me think if, it, if all it took for him to come along and be a modern day counsellor and ask, how are you feeling for this team to be switched on? I, I have to ask questions, but I'm, I'm still happy. I'm smiling. I'm smiling.
doesn't sound like I'm smiling, but I'm smiling. Um, the link to togetherness, and I've mentioned a little bit of it already. Um, your thoughts on Player FC? Uh, Red Devil, we'll go with you first. Uh, what do you think oh. of this Player FC? Pogba FC, Marshall FC. Look, I'm, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of it, to be honest. Um, I'm not in the FC of FCs, to put it that way. Um, mm. I'm, I feel like... I, I think I, I think it's 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 important not to get. I mean, I'm not I'm not like you know bashing it loads because in some ways, um, you know, if you're just kind of you know putting on Twitter for a bit of a laugh or whatever, um, or I do I do see the kind of lightheartedness in it. I'm not saying I'm not going to be like the Grinch of the FC and say you know you can't do that, <laughs> but I I, I do feel <laughs> well. I do feel like. There are some people who take it, you know, really far, um, and you know, people saying, "Oh, yeah, well, if any of you, David Pogba, can't get on the Pogba FC bandwagon now, whatever." Or, <laughs> I know what tweet you know, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know um, but yeah, look, I, I think things like this, I just think it's it's, it's nonsense, to be honest. Like, I, I feel like you know, if, if you like a particular player, you know, that's great. I'm, I've got nothing against that whatsoever. Uh, as I say, if it's a bit of heart, you know, light hearted fun, I don't mind. I might, don't mind at all. But I do think I do have a problem with like people having agendas with certain players. Uh, yeah. you know, I think uh, Martial is probably the biggest example. A lot of people, um, you know, have a have a bit of agenda with Martial. Um, you know, never criticizing him. Even even when he does have a bit of a bad display, and I think yes, Martial is no doubt about it. Again, I'm not saying he's a bad player; he's a very talented player. But there are definitely, that, you know, he is. Uh, he, he 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 kind of he would deserve criticism. And I think just because you know he's a player which you know you really like doesn't mean you know you, you can't criticize him or anyone who does criticize him is wrong. So look, that, I I feel like I I don't feel too positive towards it. But then again, you know, uh sometimes I feel like just, you know, I just, you know, let it be, let it happen. People do what they want to do. And uh, as long as it's just a bit of lighthearted fun, I, as I said, it's more about the agendas with the players, which um, I'm not too, too big of a fan of. Okay. I can see we've been joined finally by, and, and, and you've got, you've received the link. Femi. Yeah. Hello. How are you, Femi? I'm all right. And you? Femi, we, we, we were, we were looking for you with a, with a Twitter handle that you had, we thought he's got to be on time. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, Don't worry, you're here and you're you're going to join in the conversation. You've missed the yeah. beginning, but we're we're literally just on player FC. I'm going to come to you in a moment, but I'm going to ask Jack to okay. give us his thoughts about what he thinks about player FC. Okay. Well, um, if you want to look at someone who is player FC, I think you can only look at the very top of the club, and that's Jose Mourinho. Matic FC, he was. So I think he put, he brought that along himself. Matic, I mean, if you saw some of Matic's performances and then someone who hasn't been criticised, you've literally described Jose Mourinho towards Matic. He, he was Matic FC. So I don't have a huge problem with the, liking a player. You like a player, you get the player on the back of your jersey, in my opinion. You don't go on saying they're the best player in the world ever because at the end of the day, you're not buying a Martial jersey, you're buying a Manchester United jersey with Martial on the back. So you support the team. If Martial is doing well, you support Martial. If he's not doing well, you can still like the player. You can say, oh, we had a bad game. You don't say, Martial, what a performance. Gold emoji if you play terribly. Because that's just stupid. So player FC is something that I don't have a problem with. You can like a player. 
But you also need to understand that if the player didn't play well, you can acknowledge that the player didn't play well and you can acknowledge that he had the potential to be dropped. Not just he he can never be dropped, he's undroppable just because he's got potential. Yeah, but you know something, you said acknowledge that he can be dropped. That never happens. Yeah, and that's the problem with player FC. You know, and, and, and you've hit the nail on the head and, and, and the points that I will pick up on um, when I say my bit. Uh, Femi, Player FC, what are your thoughts on on Player FC uh, under the Manchester United umbrella? Okay. Um, first and foremost, I think from, like, I would say, if you look at, say, let's say Moreno, for example, when it was his time at Chelsea, his time at um, Inter Milan, and his time at, at um, Real Madrid, he had some core players he trusted. Even if um, push come to shove, they would always play for him. Um, and that was one bit. They, you could also understand where you have fans coming in to say, but this player is not playing to his best this week. Why is he playing? Why is he going to play next week? And and then you have like uh, the Matic FC and the Marshall FC. But one one thing we have to understand is you've got um, players, you've got a coach who would want to win. That is one thing. And even the things are not going on well, like what happened to Marino, there are some players in that start, uh, Manchester United starting eleven who he trusted as well. So that would definitely, because we don't see, we don't see some of the things that happen during the training session. We only see what happens in a press conference in five, ten minutes clip on Twitter or, or maybe on my TV. But we really don't see the personalities of the players in question. So sometimes too, I think we we tend to forget like um football in in its own self is it's it's more like a war. You're going to war and you need your strong, strong um, um soldiers to go with you because you're like the general. So you need your soldiers to go with you to war. Um, that is what I think, but I think also what he then creates in the team, like United, which he did, was to then have players who would not want to be dropped, who, uh, because of the support you've got from them in the past, and, and, and that will lead to bias at some point, and which eventually happened to uh, to Marshall FC and then um, um, Matic FC. Um, that's my that's my take, really. Do you know something? This is the first time I've ever heard of Matic FC. He doesn't need to like Matic FC, if you guys don't mind me asking. Because yeah, Joe, Jose is the leader of Matic FC. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> so, yeah, so when, when Jack said, when Jack said um, Jose was the Matic, I was kind of thinking, I've, I've not seen this FC on, on social media. Have I missed something? Surely... No, it's, it's just Jose and the, the coaching staff. They, they created Matic FC. <laughs> and they just kept it for themselves. That's why no one else understood why Matic was playing every week. And and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back to you in in in, in with that. Um, two two games in, new manager, Matic starts. Yes. Yeah. So is there is there really is it is it really yeah. that that um, there is a Matic FC. Yeah, but Jose, thing. there's a difference. Jose, Jose was Matic FC and he was asking Matic to do the impossible job. So he would ask Jose, he would ask Matic to cover Shaw when he got forward at left back, cover Lindelof because he couldn't head the ball, 
and also try and play forward. And Matic, it wasn't Matic's fault, but he also needed to acknowledge, say, Matic, look, you're absolutely knackered. You're so tired. Um, you might need a break. You're not playing to your usual standard, whether yeah. that be because of the the instructions I've been giving you or you're just in a bad run of form. Whereas Ollie's come in and he said, right, Matic, go forward. Play any pass you want. Because the one thing that really stuck out in Ollie's press conference to me was, I don't mind if you lose the ball as long as you win it back or try to win it back. Yeah. So Matic can give the ball forward. And if he does misplace the pass, he's in that defensive midfield role where he has to intercept the ball. That's what he's good at. So at least he's been given that confidence to go and try those four passes rather going sideways, backwards to Chris Smalling and then plays it sideways to Phil Jones, to Ashley Young who plays it back inside to Matic and we go around that stupid little cycle. Right. Um, I can see that we've had um, my friend Red Devil, he, he kind of stepped away. Are you there, Red Devil? I'm here, yeah. I'm so sorry about that. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what happened. You, you stepped out of the room and you're back. So you, you've missed Jack and Femi's, um, the, 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 the rumour or the phenomenon that is Matic FC, <laughs> which is, it, it was new to me. It was new to me. Um, but, you know, I can understand. What I would say to the whole thing about Matic being a, a consistent player under Jose when people said he should have been dropped he should have been rested more than anything yeah, I, think exactly. the play, I think the player that should have been dropped and has has been missing now since Ole returned is Lukaku he needed to have been dropped he needed yeah, to have that, been dropped and that, only, and that only happened towards the end of Jose's tenure the amount of time that, that should have been happening a month before Jose actually pulled the trigger on giving Lukaku a rest yeah he should have it should have happened it should have happened there's certain players that have that that Jose had that agenda for or that he trusted because, you know, you, you see that interview about Lukaku saying you run through a brick wall yeah, exactly, Jose. Exactly, exactly. And that's why Jose kept playing them. Yeah. Like yeah. the likes of Ashley Young. Yeah, well, Ashley is, Young well, the, the thing is with Ashley Young, and I'll say this for him, even though people say we look alike, we're not related in any way at all. Um, <laughs> Ashley Young is, is, is a typical player who's coming to the end of his career who wants to play every game. And he will do what the manager tells him to do because I he wants to play. Yeah, he I think he like gives Jose massages and everything. Yeah. Like, he would literally, I'd say he'd cook Jose dinner, like <laughs> buy the kids Christmas presents, everything. He'd do it all for him. He, he was, he was Santa. He, he was Santa. He was Santa. Yeah, but also, I think we also need to understand that sometimes we don't see what, what happens behind the scene as well. Because um, we can all talk about these, like, yeah, because we see what's happening on the pitch. But sometimes too, like, we, there's no there's no leader in, in, in the squad. And and maybe that's <sighs> why Ashley Young to some extent still had playing time with Mourinho because at the end of the day, you had Shaw, you had the Pogba's who were 20s, and we had Ashley Young who was probably 30, is it 30, is it 31 or 32? 31. 31. 31. So you yeah. didn't, that's what I'm saying. So you didn't have an older player who speaks to the manager and then sees like, okay, I think he can be my soldier on the pitch and talk to the other guy. Um, that's what I think. You know something? Uh, you, you, the key word there is leader. Yeah. Right? And this is, this is my part, my, my take on, on Player FC. There were a plethora of tweets, <laughs> right? Claiming um, that Pogba was the sole voice and saviour of of this leaderless band of brothers. 
there is a there is a tweet going around with Pogba's voice in the tunnel saying we're going to press we're going to do this and do that and my response to this was what was this I said this is like a boy band gathering it was honestly you know, it wasn't maybe, even in the changing room it was just yeah, the tunnel before they went yeah, yeah maybe may, maybe it's an age thing from me and, and it kind of I thought to myself what is this we, we we need to move away from that that was my initial thinking because this this was the issue when Jose was there as a new manager it should be about the tweet and I had a number of responses one of the responses was um you know it said to me you're you're a you're a boring old sod with watching that and I said well you haven't met me but I'm quite funny and um why are you so negative and I, I had to kind of one I was reflective later but at that moment I thought what I'm being is true to myself I am not interested in in small snippets of videos that come out to promote someone's cause yeah if it's not in relation to the team, I don't want to know. There, the, you could release snippets like that at the end of the year in your video compilation. Talk about it in your autobiography, what you said at key moments. But as I said to you previously, where was that kind of leadership or the supposed leadership in games like Sevilla, Juve, when yeah. we needed to win? Yeah. Right? He was only Pogba, brought on against Sevilla. Yeah, like exactly. Last, no, he was brought on and he came, he came on. And within within a couple of minutes, he was unmarked and he put the ball straight out of play. That was what, you know, and, and everyone looked at him and thought, that's a 10-yard pass. However, you know? everyone had made those mistakes in that game. No, 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 everyone had. But my point is this. If it's for the team, I get it. Yeah. If If it was the captain of that game saying it, I get it. But the fact that it's Paul Pogba and it's come out, and I think it's Player FC, and and that's the bit that I did. That's the bit that I dislike. It has to be at the Manchester United. I made it very clear. I like Jose, but he's gone. But I love my club. I love Manchester United. When they lose, it hurts. When they, when when they win, I'm happy. You know, very clearly. And I dislike that whole Player FC. And then it, then I had to sleep on it. And then I realised that I am wrong. I am wrong. Right, and I'll tell you why. The positivity I get, the euphoria around the club is is for the team, yeah, not as individuals. And I understand that there is not even so much as Femi said about leaders, there is a lack of heroes. And the individuals that are player FC, they don't have a hero. I am fortunate because of my age and other fans of my age and who know to have seen Roy Keane play live, to have seen Cantona play live, to have seen Paul Lynch, Mark Hughes, Brian Robson's first hand, real leaders of men. So with that in mind, and I know that this, this collective, the Player FC crew, who are probably akin to Marvel superhero fans, Iron Man, the Hulk, yeah? I have to say, I apologise to you. And I understand that you have not had what I had. You are, in this moment in time, reality TV products. You are the creation of that. You want instant heroes. Yeah. Those individuals that I named had to do it at a time where there wasn't internet, where there wasn't social media, where games weren't always televised. They did it 
through word of mouth. And if you didn't have a good game, if what people saw on television wasn't good enough, they weren't. you weren't a hero. They didn't have a PR team around them saying, look at what this person is doing. There weren't yeah. video clips. Do you understand? So yeah, I, yeah. Now, I now get it. So I wholeheartedly apologise to the FC fraternity, whether it's Martial, Pogba, Matic, <laughs> yeah, Herrera, whoever you want to be, I bow down to you and I say, I am sorry that I am more fortunate than you to have been born at a time where I saw real leaders of men. And I get it because when I was growing up and when I was in my teenage years, I could look at these guys and say, that is what it is to be a leader. That is what, and, and at no point in time, even though everyone says FC this, FC that, you cannot put down at any point in time where you will say, this guy or these guys have dragged this team to three points in a game that actually matters, which is why I started off talking about the two games so far, which have been Cardiff and Huddersfield. Ashley Young, obviously, but we won't get into that. Oh, well, you know, no, I'm joking, you I'm joking, I'm joking. No, you know, this Ashley. We can say Ashley. We can say Ashley. All of the guys that we've mentioned that we say were part of Jose's favoured crew. I can tell you now, they will be consistently picked by Ole. Yeah, that's true. I can tell. I could put my. I could give my. I could go out now and say I want to take a thousand pounds out of the bank, and I'll give it to whatever charity you want. They'll be there. Yeah. Are we including Fellaini? No, no. Listen, Fellaini. Listen. Let's be honest with you. I had to, I, I, for the first two years, right, I couldn't stand this guy. Honestly. Honestly I, 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 Don't tell I, me you like him now. No, 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 no. Listen, and I say, I understood why he was picked. I did. I did understand. And you have to, you, you have to understand. And this is when you say you understand the, 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 the Joe's AFC, his favourites. Yeah. He had fallen out of favour with certain players. And individuals, like we've said, Ashley Young, but that, but, yeah, Matic, they yeah. would do whatever it took to get in that team. However. They would. Looking at it from the other perspective, you're saying if the players have their down tools, you should be giving everything. Even if you don't like the manager, you should still do it. So shouldn't Jose have said, even though he's fallen out with those players, they're the players who could win the game. So I'm going to play them. No, you, you could say that, but there isn't a manager in, in, in football in history that hasn't done what he's wanted in terms of the team. If the manager cannot manage the team and pick the team that he wants, then he shouldn't be at the club, which is why at the time, and I said previously to a number of people, that Woodward didn't have the testicles to sack him when he should have sacked him. Should have sacked him in October. Yeah. That's what he should have done. Regardless of the run of game. game yeah, exactly. Should have, you know, in, and in fact, he should never have given him a two-year contract extension, 18 months. People keep talking about, oh, he saved the club. Woodward's an idiot. Yeah. That's, that's what he's good. done. That's you know, the £18 million that he's given Jose, he should have given that to Spurs for Pochettino. Now it's going to cost yeah. him three timers as much. That's the, that's the actual clear thinking when you move through the mist of player FC. That's the clear thinking. What he should have done and he didn't. And this is why um, when that I saw too that... Easy. No, well, no, not too easy. It's called no, being No, it'd be too easy and we always have to do it complicated. Well, no, we don't have to always do it complicated. We just need to be smart. Or should I say the club needs to be smart. The fan, the one thing that, that the fans will do is the fans will follow the team. Yeah. You know, Man United could have been relegated. And if you haven't seen the BT Sport film Too Good to Go Down, you need to watch it. 
Yeah. Absolutely. I'm telling you, real legends in that team that are talking and they're thinking they could never have gone down and they went down. Yeah, yeah. They were relegated, you know, and, and players that the club tried to hold on to that were world class, like truly were world class, like George Best, retired at 26, 27 because of... So the hierarchy above Jose should have managed the scenario. But in terms of... Of, um, from, from from my point of view and everyone's had their, their say about player of C I, 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 I dislike it but I, I have to apologise because I think you get the, the guys that are player of C they don't have heroes they, they've got no real modern day heroes that you can pin their hat on and say this is the guy this is the guy that, that turned up and did it for our club and everyone just nods and then no one has to dispute it everyone just looks at each other and goes yeah he did but because it hasn't happened, because it hasn't happened, there are always going to be those, those divisions, those moments where people think, what is this about? Why is that being, you know, and it's not about, and it's never, it seems to be never about the club, always about the player. And it is, but it is, it's a spin-off. It's a knock-on effect of reality television where people are famous just for the name. They haven't actually done anything. And I know people say, he's won the World Cup. And I will come back at them and say, I'm not French. So I don't give a shit. Mm. Yeah, I'm a Manchester United fan. That is it. Not interested in anything else. You know, and even if England won the World Cup, I would have exactly the same reaction. I just don't care. Just don't care. Um, right, I can see. Um, I've got a question. I've got to I'll sort out a few things as we, we go on. Um, we're moving swiftly. We've talked about a lot of things. Um, Jack, I'm going to ask you, what are your hopes for United's future? Um, first of all, I'd, I'd like to be PSG, <laughs> um, which we're going to do because we are now the best team in the world. Um Obviously not. I think that's going to be a big challenge for United. Um, yeah. If we if we could get to a Champions League, no, I'm not even going to say like people who went into the World Cup saying, "Oh, if England get to the semi final, that achieves nothing." If we can win the Champions League, I know it's an uphill struggle. If we can win either the Champions League or the FA Cup, and we need, and I know we used to slag Arsenal for this all the time, but we we need Champions League football. We need to be in the Champions League. So I'd say top four and an, either an FA Cup and ideally a Champions League. And then moving forward, we need to have a, we need to have a, a vision, a vision of going forward, not just a, on Derby, on deadline day, go, we'll take Harry Maguire, Alderweireld or Delict. Like we'll take anyone like that. We need to have a vision. We need to have a, a man. And maybe Ollie is that guy who's the man who ju- manager who just goes, Right, this is the style of football I want to play. I want to play expansive. I want to play freely. And I need the, the players. And then the board, go and back them. And maybe it, it probably would have worked if the board had fully backed Jose. Yeah. It just would have been a bad, not a bad style of football, but a more boring way of doing it. Whereas like, if we have someone like Oli in, or Poch, or someone like that, and give them exactly what they want to build, like because people can say, look at the amount of money Pep spent, or Klopp has spent. But now look, they're reaping the rewards. Look at Jurgen Klopp. Yes, he spent 75 million on Van Dijk. Yes, he spent 60 million on Allison. But look what he's he's also taken some of the players that are already there and made them better. The likes of Milner, Wijnaldum, Henderson. Like these players aren't world beaters, but they're still in this Liverpool team. 
who haven't lost a game all season in the, in the league. So if you have a, a manager who has one clear vision and the club has a vision and allows that manager to have full control or even have a director of football with a similar vision to the manager so they can bounce off each other with different ideas, different signing ideas, style of, styles of play. And then you have coaches around that who also buy into that philosophy. And altogether, you have a much more functioning, well-rounded football club and also team who believe in each other and believe in what they're doing. Do you know something? It, there, there are so many things that you've mentioned there that it, it kind of feeds into kind of the, the, the three things that I would expect or would like to see Ole and United and the club look at. Yeah. in 2019 um much of what you said is is kind of being reflective as to where the club are or sort of the journey that the club have taken so far uh and it's clear even though with two 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 wins it's an uphill battle right now in a sense and i i use the word battle advisedly it the, the players that are there are there on merit and and supposedly that they are are good enough, so we we will see. I, I, I mean, with Man United as a Man United fan, you're always hopeful, but there has to be a certain element and a certain level and percentage of of, of being realistic. Yeah. As to what what is is achievable, and and I know they say to to dream the impossible. Sometimes Man United fans have done that, but it's. It, it, it's this this position, this treading water. I'd say that for Manchester United as a club has has been a long time. It's been a really really long time. Um, right, I'm going to ask um, Red Devil. Are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, uh, yeah. For one minute, it looked like your microphone was muted. I take it that you had to. Uh, uh, done that yourself? Is that me or? I, I no, I, I did, I did do that myself. You, you stepped uh, away. Was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, was it um, a Jaffa cake moment or a mince pie moment? <laughs> it wasn't even any of that. It was. Uh, it was. It was. A, I saw the oncoming potential distraction, and I had to mute the mic just to make sure. I you know. Uh, I wanted was it to what I think your... it was. Oh, okay. Okay. He's had his dinner <laughs> brought into him. That's what it is. His tea. Uh, I get it. Could have been. Anyway, let's hey. move on. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what right. are your hopes for United's future? Um, well, firstly, to stop Liverpool from winning the league. Um, I'm not I'm oh, sure. Oh, oh, oh. You've, you've jumped into any other business territory, almost. But yeah, oh, no. okay, cool. yeah. All right. We'll pull back. We'll, 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 we'll leave just, that. We'll, we'll United. Let's not go next door. <laughs> okay. well, part of that well, is beating Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. Like, all, right, let's, all right. Let's just say that for now. But no, I would say... Um, I'd say top four probably. If we could, get, I mean, realistically, I feel like it's going to be difficult. If we do keep up the way we're playing and we continue playing like this against the big sides, and I think for me, I'm not completely sold on Solskjaer yet. I want to see how we do against the bigger teams. And even then, even if we do struggle, I will kind of take into account the fact he hasn't had, you know, the, the, the amount of money, say, Mourinho's had or other managers in the Premier League would have had. And I'm sure Solskjaer, if he was to take the job on a full-time basis, he'll want to bring in um, some other players. Um, yeah, all from Norway, probably. Yeah. As of right now, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of not sold on him being the permanent manager. Yes, you know, he's done really well, but I, I'm, not, I'm not too sure if, if, if he would be the best fit or if someone like Pochettino should come in. But 
I think for the future of, of Man United, uh, yeah, just I feel like we are going to play on the front foot for the rest of the season. Um, and I think I think you know that's that's for me that's just going to happen. Um, if we do get top four, I think I, if we did kind of push for a trophy, uh, you know, if, if, we, if, if, if Solskjaer won a trophy, I think that'd be a, a, an incredible achievement for him. Uh, you know, yes, we do have talented players, but you know, Solskjaer coming in only having what five or six months and coming out with an FA Cup or, or even a Champions League, you know, dare to dream. Um, but if, if he was to do that, then uh, it'd be a brilliant achievement for him. He'd definitely be over, over kind of excelling and over. You know, uh, do, doing better than definitely my expectations for him. Um, but yeah, for United's future, just um, you know, just just making sure we've got a strong foundation to go in um, to either if we are going to keep Solskjaer as manager to fully back him and fully give him what he needs to succeed. And if we aren't going to have a structure at the club where. Uh, the new managers that can come in will be able to hit the ground running because I think that was kind of the mistakes we've made in the past with managers. Um, so if if we can if we can do that and if we start next season, even with Solskjaer or without him, um, as long as we've got the structure in place, uh, then I think we have got a very good future ahead of us. But it's just about getting that right uh, behind the scenes as well as on the pitch. Well, to hit, to, he said, if it's not going to be him and a new manager comes in to hit the ground running, that means they need to know who the new manager is by April, right? Because obviously he'll want to have a say on transfers. True, yeah. You you, you, you would think that that has to be the case because yeah. you, you, the pre-season is, we all know where it's going to be. It's Australia, right? Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. So, could you imagine being a new manager and thinking, "I can't get to see any players because I'm halfway around the world and in Mars"? There's, it, 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 this, anyway, you know what I think? It's it's been a bit of a shambles, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll let Fairy Fleming. Yeah, sorry. I potentially think he could get the job. Because no, gonna... no, 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 no. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? You know, I, I, this because... is where. Yeah, Jack, go ahead. But then, as soon as you finish, I want I want Fermi to say his bit because I, 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 I if I say anything, we'll probably go over time. <laughs> he could get the job. I just think, yeah, United, they're going to want to have the the decision made before, um, the season's over. So the person, um, and then if it if they do want Poch, they they can't announce it until the end of the season. Or they can't like officially because you know all that tapping up stuff, um, like they can't like they can't be having Poch giving lists to United in April about signings. So could Ollie get the, well? You know, you know my feelings on Ollie because you go to my Twitter header. Yeah, it's just his face. Yeah. So I think he could get the job if the results run the right way up until that point. I think he could get the permanent job. Right, I'm. I'm. Not, I'm gonna save my bit for the after that, Jack. Just what are your hopes for United? Because I, I, I don't want to say anything about Ole long term. I think it's yes, yes for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what are your hopes for United? <laughs> um, first and foremost, um, my take on all of it is, I'm not really sure. Ole the one that will take us forward next season. Um, I think we need to restructure it as simple as that because um, I would really hate it if a couple of, say, five, six months from now and he he doesn't do well, it turns out to be another Ryan Giggs 
and that was like two failing managers. And then and I think going forward, we need to actually have a plan. This um, um, sacking of coaches one, two years, three years, it's not working. If you want to go back to the United way, which is signing young players, which is um, promoting players from academy, which is playing exciting football, start somewhere, get a coach. United can say they don't have 50 or 60 million pounds to buy out Pochettino from, from, from his contract. That's the thing. The money is there. So you might as well invest the money. 60 million years for five years from now is going to be like six, or 60 pounds. That's the truth. Or you give that 60 million to Oli to sign players. Yeah, but the thing is you can't trust Oli with 60 million pounds right now and, and, and say... Well, obviously, because the transfer window is not open. I would feel before Mourinho left, he would have discussed um, with Woodward as to um, say, okay, these are the players I'm interested in signing. Where do we go from here? Another thing is, um, since Feg is back on a consultancy level, it would then mean uh, yeah. maybe they have to run it by Feggy to say, okay, this play, these are the players you're looking at. What do you think as in this position and things like that? But personally, I don't feel... Oli is the one to take us into next season. Um, I think we should get Pochettino, really. Oli uh, uh, promotes youth, plays exciting football, knows the club. Yeah, doesn't but the have a lot is... of experience. However, we need to give him the chance to give him that experience. And that's what this six months is going to do. Yeah, but, but people talking about it now and saying, oh, he should get the job next season. We've only played Huddersfield and Cardiff. I we've agree. Not played, we've not played the big boys. We've not played Man City. Not that's 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 why I wanted that's why I think the six months is very important because he has the chance to play Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs, Champions League games, yeah, City, yeah. Liverpool. And if yeah. he comes out well and he comes out with his with a clear tactical play style, he's playing well against the small teams, plays well against the big teams, does well in the cups, then there's no reason not to give him the job. Yeah, but but where where where, where do we now stand with Oli two years from now? Things don't work out well, and then he gets sacked. Two years, two. Years. <laughs> oh God! No, that's what I'm saying. No, okay, that's it. Give me one year. Well, it could be the same with Poch. Like, there's no, there's no one hundred percent guarantee that Poch is gonna be. Poch has never yeah, won but, anything with Spurs. Yeah, but Poch has proven so far to some extent. He's been in the league for four seasons or so. He's made and what he won. No, he hasn't won anything. Hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. Okay. Fergie didn't win anything until when? How many Took years? Took six years. Contract? Six years, yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he almost got sacked before he won his last match and God knows what happened after that. But the thing is, if we keep saying Poch has not won anything, well, he's worked with a limited budget. They didn't sign any player during um, the summer transfer window. But when it comes to United, he plays the United way, which is attacking football, right? Yeah, but when so- it comes United as well, he would be able to promote some players and as well buy players that were suiting the United way. Why hasn't Poch won anything? Yeah, but the team is... You Mate, can... Because I can tell you why. He doesn't have a Jose uh, Plan B. Fellaini. Well, do you know something? It might, he, he actually might has. Some... He's got Philando Llorente. Uh, no, he's, he's time spent. He trust him. <laughs> he's time spent. Yeah. Do you know something? Femi made a very good point. And I want to ask all of you the same thing. And it's and, and you kind of picked up on it uh, in your conversation there, um, Jack. All of the teams that United have to play with Oli in charge, the, the big boys, PSG, Liverpool, Arsenal, Man City, um, 
What's more important, the style of play or the result? Oh. Mm. Result to me. <laughs> What's more important? Okay, no, Don't sit both. on the fence, Jack. Don't sit on that the was, fence. That was both. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, against the bigger teams, it's the result. Okay, so imagine, imagine that. Um, in fact, um, Red Devil, are you there? Is he? I, is he I'm is still he? here. Don't worry. Yeah, about well, me. yeah. Well, no. What, what do you think? What would I, before I go into my little uh, spiel? What do you? you what would? What, what would you be happy with after facing those teams, Ollie? And what's more important, the, the performance or the result? Well, for me, the result. I mean, look. That, that, right. Okay. For me, right. What, what, how do you win the Premier League by uh, getting the most points? Hey. Can, you, can you win the Premier League by playing attractive football? Exactly. Uh, that's why uh, Potch has never won it. No, I, I totally... Too fair, I, that's, I, I, he, I hasn't, he hasn't got a plan B. He, he has not got, got Fellaini. He's not got a football god he can no, call it's, upon. It's not, even, it's, not even so much, it's not even so much Fellaini. What, 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 is, what has been clear... Um, which is extremely clear when you look at Liverpool's position, as much as it burns me to say it, is that well, last season when they were literally outscoring teams at the beginning of the uh, the season, they have taken a slightly different approach. They have become they have identified their weaknesses, the goalkeeper and def defender, mm -hmm. and they have shored up at the back. So they have realised that they don't need to necessarily score that much more than the opposition. They just need clean sheets. They need less goals going in. Yeah, and then do you understand? So they haven't tried to outscore teams. Yeah, they've stopped it at the other end. They've taken a Jose approach. Yeah, they've had a more pragmatic look at what they needed to do, which well, that's is what when Jose tried to do. And look, what well, Jose tried to do that all the time. He just didn't have the team on. The, it's clear to see, and I, I can acknowledge it. He didn't have the players on board. His style was totally different. It was abrasive. It was abrupt. He didn't do himself any favors. But I think that as much as he didn't do himself any favours. I don't. I don't believe the club helped him. And I'm not talking about money. Going a little, little bit off topic. That you don't bring in a manager, right? And then have him live in a hotel. If a player came from another country, you would go above and beyond to have him in a house with his family, where they're settled. You're telling me Joe they couldn't afford a house? No, I'm saying the club should have sorted that out. The club. But why did he? The way he's, he's the high, was he not the highest paid manager? One of the highest paid managers in the Premier League. You think the club could not go? Joe, uh, I'm you, sure the, you can the, afford a house, the, mate. Jack, Jack. The reason I say this, the history of this club, is Manchester United had targeted one of the the, the greatest English footballers of their generation that I have seen, Paul Gascoigne. They they'd said you can sign. We he'd agree terms with Sir Alex. Sir Alex goes on holiday. Spurs make a phone call. Yeah, um, we'd like you to sign. Oh, no, I've already agreed. Yeah, but we'll buy your mum a house. Okay, then. That's how the deal fell down. Very simple. So you're, so you're telling me the reason Jose... No. Because he didn't have a house. No, 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 no. What I'm saying to you is that the club, there are elements in terms of what the club did not do. Jose got sacked because he didn't do enough. <laughs> that's why yeah, exactly Jose didn't do enough he didn't go right to be honest you know what he, I can do with a house he, here he, he didn't he didn't know he didn't do enough what I'm saying to you is the club at Manchester United and the club says they're um, reportedly to be a family club and they take care of young people and do all these things you do everything for all of your employees it's okay saying Ole comes in and says he's buying chocolates for the personal reception because she was there he knows what it is to look after someone because he has that human side, humanistic, holistic approach. 
the people above Jose did not, they, they didn't do enough. They didn't do enough. So it's okay saying they've got enough money for Pochettino. They can throw all the money at the world at Spurs. If they don't treat that man the right way, as Femi says, will he last two years? Yeah. Will he last, will he last two years? You question whether or not he'd win because he, he hasn't won anything. This is the thing. Manchester United right now are in a position and, and, and uh, what do I hope for Manchester United's future? I hope for stability. I hope for them. I hope. I actually hope, and it's not even about style of play, and it's not even about points. I hope that the actual hierarchy say we have a plan. We're going to tell everyone what the plan is. We're going to be on this road together. And if you decide to be with Oli for two years, be open about it and say this is what we're going to do. We're going to give him the money. And if Man United don't win anything, if Man United aren't in the Champions League, we won't give him any pressure. We will ask him. What do you need? What can we do to him? Do you know, well, that might be a start. You might need two defenders and a striker. Who knows? And a house. Well, that... that <laughs> house always helps. <laughs> a, ha a happy man is a productive man. True. Well, well, one thing, <laughs> it's very simple. I would like to add, um, I find it really strange just to live in a hotel for two years. Oh, listen, that because should never have been allowed. I don't understand. That shouldn't. You understand if you if you are managing this guy. Uh -huh. If I employed you, if I'm your manager, and I say, "Yeah, we want you to come and manage our firm," you say, "I'm living in a hotel." I will tell you on uncertain terms, you're not doing that. One, it sends a bad. I would manage you from a PR perspective. The press press officer will tell you you're not staying there because it looks bad on the club. It gives sends the right. All of those things need to be done by the club. The owners above the manager, they tell him what to do. Just as Jose would tell the players how I want you to play. It's very, very simple. It's a management hierarchy. You take care of the person below you so that they can do their job effectively. But he also needs to take care of himself. It's what, there you go. The man is, what, he's a 50-year-old man. <laughs> Jack, Jack, he, Jack, he has Jack, the money. Jack, I agree with you, but this is That's the thing. That's like him going into, bloody, going into work with no clothes on. Jack, he's saying Jack, the club didn't give me a suit. Jack, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. But that's the same message and the same ethos and the same approach that you need to have with all of the Manchester United players. You're a grown ass man. No, no, no. In terms of them doing their job. True. In terms of doing, not about the houses, in terms of taking care of themselves. And it's really funny that you say this uh -huh. because the quote I get from... Um, Today's newspaper is, I think, from the press release or conference with Ole. He says, and he's called out Lukaku and Sanchez, um, that they have to do it for themselves um, because that's what you do when you're a professional footballer. I'm not thinking, yeah. damn, Jose used the wrong words. Because when Jose was calling them out, he should have said, as professional footballers, you need to take care of yourself. Unlike the other social media conversations that have been going around saying Jose is not doing enough for them, even though they were grown men. Even though they he's, were yes, old enough to procrastinate and have um, intercourse with other people, they are still grown men. And therefore, another grown man needs to make sure that these grown men are doing their yes, job. Yes, 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 yes. I agree with that. However, maybe Martial was doing what he does best, which is staying high. Beating players, not tracking yeah. graph, because that's what he does more. He's but very then, good. Jose was doing his job of telling Martial get the fuck back. So well, I swear. Well, it's it's out there. 
Don't worry. Okay. It's a podcast that people understand. That it's football. Football's an emotive thing, and, right. and with it, the language anyway. is emotive. Anyway, um, <laughs> Jose was saying. So Martial, yes, he has to look after himself, and he was. But Jose had a different opinion, and that was degrading Martial because it was doing something that was against Martial's instinctive nature of playing football. Therefore, he couldn't look after himself because if he did, he would be dropped. Well, do you know something? At no point in time do I ever want to see Martial trapped back under Ole's reign. I will ask questions as to why are you there. Exactly. But that's what Jose was making him do. No, but I'll say that now. I'm saying I don't want to see him defending. It's, yes. That's a slight sarcasm there, Jack, because I'm sure that he will do whatever Ole tells him to do as, yes, as yes, any and professional. Did, and, he, and did you not see that he did it for Jose? He did. Exactly. He did. He did. But and was, I actually thought he, the games that he did play for Jose, he played very, very well. Very well. I don't, I've got no, I've got no qualms about Martial's performance at all. I actually think that I he outshone think his goals, papered over the cracks of a lot of his performances this season. Well, that's just my opinion. I think, I think, I think, what he did, I think, in terms of Martial as a player, I think we expect too much of him. Yeah, that's the, that's the reality. And I saw him do the basic things that footballers do, like tracking back, and I thought, that's very good of you. And there were times he didn't do the simple thing, like pass the ball when he should have passed it. He tried a trip to extra, which didn't work out. So in essence, you know, for me, I looked at him and I thought he played okay. I didn't say he did badly, but he played okay. You know something? We're literally coming towards the end of the, the podcast. It's, the time has flown. And so I'm going to say it's time for this. Any other business? And this is the question that I have for you all. And uh, Femi, because you, you missed the beginning, you, you might not know, but the others have had time to kind of mull over this. Yeah. If you could, um, and I'll come to you last, Femi, because the others have said have mulled over this. Three things that Ole should implement and the club should implement and the team should implement in 2019. You could be one thing for each, one thing for Ole, one thing for the team, and one thing for the club. Um, Red Devil. Yes. I'll, I'll go with you first. So. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, go, <laughs> I'll, I'll go first of all with the club. I'm, I want to say director of football. I think uh, it's been the big thing that's been talked about bringing in a director of football to help out on the football side. Ed Woodward is 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 completely useless as a football man. As a businessman, tell you what, he's he's brilliant. He's he's rolling in the Benjamins. But he's as a as a football man, I'm not sure if he's if he, if if he's right. I mean I don't know why I'm saying I'm not sure. I'm sure he's not he's not right. Um, but if we bring in a director of football to help out behind the scenes I think that will help with our structures. That's one thing. Um the players Need to need to need to play play for the manager no matter what and play for the badge in fact play for the badge I'm not necessarily the manager but play for the fans that turn up you know you mentioned it Ronnie as a season yeah. ticket holder you know to see the, the the players you know not playing for the manager and kind of almost downing tools is 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 almost an insult to the people that pay the money and go and yeah. I want to see the players play for the badge play for the play for the badge on the front and they'll remember the name on the back easy to remember good advice. Um, and finally, what was the other one for Ollie? Ollie. Um, I, I, 
I'd just say, I mean, the thing is, he can't lose in a way, can he? He can't really lose. I, I, I don't. Think, I, I think don't... he can, but well, I don't think he can. <laughs> he can if he plays Liverpool. Yeah, sure. And City. <laughs> look, no trust. As you as you said, Jack, we are we're now the best team, best team in the league. So I mean, look, we're, we're under no Ali's reign, we've got the highest win percentage. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, hundred exactly, percent. I mean, you can't argue with the stats. You can't argue with the stats. You cannot, and that's um, the thing, stats. Exactly. Um, but I guess quickly for Ollie, I would just say, you know, just. Make stay true to the values of the club, which I'm sure he will. You know, I feel like he'll, he'll continue to try and um, you know bring back the identity of the club. And I think he obviously he loves the club. He will do. I think he's getting a lot of tips off Sir Alex Ferguson, but you know who wouldn't? To be honest. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think I think he just needs to you know make give you know instill a bit of the identity back from the club. Make sure the players know what it means to play for the shirt and. It kind of links to what the players should be doing as well, but yeah, that, that's what I'd say is a three. But I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll implement these. I'm mm. sure. Okay, I mean, all good things. Um, there's one thing: <laughs> could he lose? Couldn't help myself. Yes, uh, Jack, <laughs> Jack. Um, the three things uh, for Ole United and the club. Well, I'm glad I didn't go first. I know um, <laughs> because. Um, I'm going to keep Kieran's and then I'm going to add three extra. Okay. So, because I want them a director of football, but I also want something else. Yeah. So, for the club, um, I was going to say give Ali the permanent job, but is that too quick? No, no, no. Him? You can do that. You can do that. It's fine. It's just. I don't know it's, if it's the right decision, though. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, it, it, with fans, we all have a personal stake. In terms of right. the emotion that's attached to the club, so any any okay. position is not the wrong position. It's just what is you it, believe is, is the right thing. It's just you okay. Know. Um, I'll say give Ali the job. Okay. Um, for the, the players, um, to play for the badge, obviously, uh, what Kieran said, and also to buy into uh, the philosophy of Ali. Okay. Oh. And to do what he's telling them to do, because they've done it so far, but they can't slip back into their old routines. You saw them at the start of Jose were saying they're, it's so hard to get them out of those Van Hal and Moyes habits. Yeah, well, they have. So they can't slip back into those Jose defensive mind. They, keep, they need to keep playing with freedom. So to buy into, so for Ali to have the job, for the players to buy into his, um, into his ethos and his philosophy, and then for Ollie to to stand firm on signings against the, the board, to stand up and say, "I want this player. You've given me the job. Get me the players that I want." Maybe Jose did that, and maybe he was refused. But Ollie needs to be true to himself and say, "Look, you've given me the job. The players have bought into my ethos. I'm getting the results. Give me the players to make it better." That's what I'd say. Wow. Um... I like that one. I like that last one. Stand up to the board. I do like that. But do you think do you think Ole can stand up to the board? Well, I tell you what, we'll come if back he has to the that. Job, yeah. if, if he gets the job, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Okay. If he gets the job, <laughs> if, okay. if if. But the, he, you know, he can only do what he can within the six months until he's been told otherwise. Until he gets a new contract. Yeah. yeah. Femi, um, for you, three things. 
Let me clear my throat for me, sis. Okay. Um, um, one, we need, um, like you said earlier, we need a direction. And then we need someone, because football these days has revolutionized and, and things happen a lot. We need a director of football to come in and then, yeah, take the football aspect away from Woodward. He just needs his money to get the players we want, and then he can do his own business. Um, so bringing in the director of football is a must for me going forward. Um, for the team, I would say we need a new defender. Um, you mentioned something earlier, Rodney, when mm. you said um, Liverpool brought in, was it you or Jack? Yeah, said yeah, no, yeah. Van Dyke. Um, yeah, Van Dyke. Criticism last season for um for club was why did he not buy a center defender during the summer of last season? Why did he go and buy a goalkeeper when he bought um what's this guy's name? The guy that went to um I can't remember his name. The guy that went to Tokyo, so um Carrius. Yes, yes, Carrius, yeah. Because um, the people were complaining about it. The, the problem in your team was the defense. They were shipping in goals and they were scoring goals. But you needed somebody to bring in that stability. And I think that is what we are lacking at the moment. Um, I would rather say, if you've got the money, spend it. Kulibali is my take any day, any time. Yeah, he's 20. How old is he? 25, 26 or so. 19 million, if they're asking, just pay it and get it done. Because... Irrespective of the coach who comes in next, you've got one foundation or one bit of the house sorted out, which is the defense. So you really don't need to wait for Pochettino or you wait for Zidane or whoever comes in to say, okay, we need to sort this out. Because um, um, Smalling and Jones going forward, even Bayer and Lindelof as well, they need somebody much experienced with them. And I think that is what Kulibali will bring. I'm sorry, I'm laughing when you say Smalling and Jones. I, I apologize. You know, no, Smalling and Jones, they've been at United for God knows how long. Smalling is getting close to having a testimony now, so you know what I mean. Um, yeah, that was my take on that. And also, I think we need a right winger going forward. And and I think the right wing has been dead for God knows how long. Moreno, I was so surprised. I don't know what happened with Percy's deal, but I don't know. It's 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 been it's it's a shame when a team that plays expansive football. And that is what um, Ole is trying to bring back. And then you don't see Ashley Young on one side of the pitch and um, out. Sure, on the other <laughs> side of the pitch. Because that is the way we play our football. That is the way we know. But for you to then bring in, not for you to, not, for you to then not bring in a specialist wide winger when three or four summers you've got, uh, two transfer windows you've got, it's it's shambolic. And uh, I don't know what to say about that with Jesse. Yeah, so what, what about for Ole? What, what would you want for Ole? Yeah, for Ole, I think he needs to just bring stability to the team, really, because um, he's gotten to that point whereby, like you said earlier, you've got FCs all over the place, the Marshalls, the Pogba's, even FCs, FCs against... Fellaini. Yeah. Young. So Football God. On Ashley Young FC and, and the rest. I am Ashley Young FC. <laughs> I am Ashley Young FC. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and you question me about Fellaini. <laughs> Ashley Young. Ashley Young. Um, yeah. This is a conversation for another day. Yeah, we'll make sure that it's back on the next pod. Honestly. Yeah, so that was my take, really. Stability and that's, yeah, that's all, really. Okay. I mean, all great points. I would say, I mean, I could steal something from 
everyone's selection. I would say, really? uh, for me, for the club, I definitely think they need uh, a director of football, but a director of football that doesn't just look at uh, players coming in. I think they need to look at the structure of the club because there is yeah. this talk of the the, the the United way. And I think that every time you change a manager, the philosophy changes or the ethos changes. And uh, I mean, I read somewhere that there were like 50 scouts at, at Manchester United. I doubt all of those 50 talk to one another. They're probably, you know, in a local cafe somewhere yeah. hiding. Yeah, in a betting shop or something like that, you know, doing something, <laughs> waiting for the rain to, I don't know, you know, William Hill somewhere just to, doing something I think for the for the players I think for me to, to play for the fans to play for the badge that's the most important thing to realise that between now and whenever they leave that the fans are the most important thing for them um, and if you uh, do that the fans will support you and back you and they'll see that your endeavours are um, sincere and if you lose you lose you know but as long as you try. And I think that's the most important thing. And I think for Ole, I think for Ole just needs to be himself. I think it's clear to see in some of the sound bites that he's getting tips from Sir Alex Ferguson, which, yeah. why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I, I, I take that on board and think that makes sense. That, you know, any manager uh, at any point, it doesn't matter who you are in, in any job, you need sound advice, you need counsel, you need guidance. And Ole is getting that, but he still needs to understand what he wants to do. Uh, the question that I, I, I will throw on top of that about Ole taking advice from Sir Alex Ferguson is, um, since Sir Alex Ferguson is there in a consultancy capacity, um, at no point did it, it seem that he was giving any, any advice to Jose, which seems strange considering how um, well Jose thinks of Sir Alex and, and how, how well he's spoken about him that, that never was once mentioned or, or rumoured to be a, a situation that was taking place so um, it seems that Sir Alex only talks to his his ex-former players not ex not managers that have followed him because yeah. I don't believe he did the same with Moyes he definitely didn't do it with LVG um, and it doesn't seem as if he's done it with Jose so if, if Ole is in a what would seem a privileged position to take that advice, then you, you wish him all the well, you know, in terms of doing that. But I, I want him to be his own person. I want him to be his own person. And I think in that, one, he will learn what it is to be a manager at Manchester United and not just to be someone who comes out and says nice little sound bites so that the fans are happy and we all go away <laughs> smiling and, you know, he's a you know, happy club. At the end of the day, you want to see him be the leader of that dressing room. And actually, one, if they if he does nip FC, player FC in the bud, that's down to him, you know. But you want him to be the manager. And if he is the manager in his own right, then I will have no qualms with him being given the job more than the six months. But I will also, in my mind, be very clear that I won't put any pressure on him as a fan, let alone any other fan. I think that you, you have to be realistic and think that this guy is at the beginning of his managerial journey in the Premier League, regardless of what he's done in Norway. In the Premier League, it is a totally different beast, very different beast. And it is a league that has eaten and devoured seasoned managers. Just look at Josie. Yeah. And Even spat them LVG, out. LVG, that one, that was, yeah. I think one third position in the World Cup and came to United. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think if, he, if you're going to go down that road of, of giving Ole the job, you have to do so wholeheartedly from the club. 
and from the fans, we need to be, be realistic in what we expect and what we believe will happen and, and support him when they face teams like Liverpool and they get the beat down, you know, and they face Tottenham Hotspurs and they get, I mean, Tottenham Hotspurs are giving out goals like Santa on a bender right yeah. now, you know, they're dishing out saying, you want five, you want five, you want six. So I'm fearful for the next game because Harry Kane has already told um, Jones, I've got your number. Really? So if, he, if, he, if, he, if, if, if he, if you for a minute believe that Jones is going to keep that guy quiet, no we're, we're watching a totally different sport. Let's be honest, Big John down the road has Phil Jones's number. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he calls it on the rigs. Yeah, Whoa. I mean... On the regs, right? We have gone over the time, but it's been for me. It's been a really, really good conversation, um, mainly about Manchester United because Manchester United are the biggest club in the world, and we've had different views, which has been fantastic. So what I'm going to say is, I'm going to call it to an end. I'm going to say thank you t- to Femi for finally joining. Yeah, thanks, Dave. You was glad you made it, and yeah. I'm going to say thank you to Jack. For coming on, it's been yeah, fantastic. J- J- Jack has pushed my buttons today because of the whole Fellaini thing <laughs> and Matic FC. I'm going well, to go. I'm thinking, what is this? Oh, this is this is a boy band reunion going on here, and I'm going <laughs> to say thanks to Red Devil Weekly for coming on. Is he? Is he He's having his tea. He's on the sly. That's why he's muting his mic. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the sly. Um, uh, I hope everyone's enjoyed listening to this. Please, if you have any questions, comment, you can send them to at Rodney Cyrus uh, with the hashtag pod question. I will see you, and I'm sure these guys will be back very, very soon. Bye for now.